Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They have got to find a way for Mac Jones to get the ball out quickly. And that's when I look at who is the pressure on in this game. I feel like a lot of it is on Josh McDaniels because you can only ask so much of these players based on who they are in terms of their skill set. You can't just all of a sudden turn it on when it comes to the postseason. We've seen this team for the majority of the season from an offensive perspective. They don't have stars on that side of the football. I mean, you could really look at it up and down in terms of the AFC playoff teams and say, well, where do the Patriots rank in terms of the weaponry? Probably the worst in the entire conference, right? When you start to think about what the Chiefs have, we know with Tyree Kill and with Travis Kelsey, now that the Titans are getting healthier and they have A.J. Brown, who's an absolute stud. Cincinnati, you don't even have to discuss them with Jamar Chases of the world and the T. Higgins of the world. Even a team like the Raiders, they're getting back Darren Waller for this game, and Hunter Renfro's had a really good season for them. So when you go up and down the list of these teams in the AFC in terms of the weapons they have, even Pittsburgh who isn't very good. They got a guy like Najee Harris out of the backfield. I mean, maybe that would be the one team that the Patriots have better weapons than, but I don't even really consider the Steelers to be a playoff team. They're a pinata for the Chiefs. The Chiefs missed out on the bye week, but essentially they get a bye week, and maybe this works out for them because the Chiefs, remember, their defense really came on, and then they sucked the last two weeks. The Chiefs' defense has not been good the last two weeks of the season against Cincinnati, a good offense, and Denver, a pitiful offense. So maybe it helps the Chiefs get back on track with everything. Maybe it actually works in their favor playing this weekend, but you get the point. The Patriots are not all of a sudden, you're not going to get this heroic performance from Jacoby Myers or Hunter Henry or John U. Smith. Like, that's just not going to happen. We haven't seen it all season long. You can't just expect something to happen that we haven't seen all year. And that's why, and I mentioned this briefly last night, I feel like a lot of this is on Josh McDaniels and his ability to scheme this up and get guys open. So when you look at it on the year and you go back to that Bills game, one of Mac's worst games, he did not have a lot of help from his receivers. Now, part of that is he's 14 of 32 in that particular game. So 43.8 in terms of his completion percentage, he had a 31.4 rating. But if you look at it on the season, the Patriots receivers are 13th, or the Patriots in general as a team, because it counts running backs, are 13th in yak yards per game at 116. So slightly above average there, right? Although a lot of that came against bad competition because the Patriots get to play the Jets twice. They played a team like the Texans, who they had to come back against. But they played a lot of garbage teams, you get the point. So if you look at what they did in the Bills game, now as I mentioned, Mac Jones only 14 completions there, 64 yak yards in that game. So you're talking about down 52 yards from your season average. And that's the key to this game. Can these guys find yards after the catch? Because the reality is, and 
we've seen it throughout the season. The more time Mac has in the pocket, the worse it gets for Mac Jones. When he can make a quick decision, when he can get the ball out of his hands quickly, that's when Mac Jones is at his best. But when he has to sit there in the pocket, he's not comfortable. We saw it over time with Tom Brady, those second reaction plays. It's not the same thing as a Pat Mahomes who will get outside the pocket and make something happen. Even a guy like Aaron Rodgers, know what Drew Brees and Tom Brady did. And the reason I bring those guys up, because they're similar to the way that Mac wants to play, Tom Brady would always slide up at the pocket. Mac Jones, when his first read isn't there, he gets really, really skittish. And it's not like all of a sudden Mac Jones has developed since that game against the Miami Dolphins, and he's going to be more comfortable with those second reaction plays. And that's why maybe this is unfair to put this all on Josh McDaniels, but he's going to have to find a way to get these guys open for Mac Jones because if he doesn't, it's not going to happen. We've seen it. When Mac Jones has time in the pocket and he has to think about things and his first read is taken away, he's screwed. It's like he knows where he's supposed to go, and if that option isn't there, he's screwed. He doesn't have the ability to sit back and be calm in the pocket, even if a pass rush isn't there, even if the pass rush isn't inevitable. He can't do it right now. Maybe in a couple of years he'll be able to do that. He'll process the information. He'll be able to stay in the pocket longer and be productive in those second reactionary plays, if you will, but right now he's not there. And the numbers across the board would dictate that. And teams have now figured that out with Mac Jones. So if you look at it this season, Mac Jones, when he has less than two and a half seconds in the pocket, he's a great quarterback. 96.6 rating. He completes 73.3% of his passes. More than 2.5 seconds. Mac Jones completes 60.3% of his passes. So the completion percentage drops off by 13% when he has that time in the pocket. So he's a much better player when he can make those quick decisions. And that's true for a lot of quarterbacks, but especially a guy like Mac, where it's as if he panics when what's supposed to happen doesn't happen, right? Mac Jones, we know the guy's all in his playbook. He doesn't do anything besides football and hang out and eat cookies with his girlfriend. That's his life, and they get a puppy and all that. That's pretty much all he does. So he knows what he's supposed to be doing. The problem is defenses are taking away his first and his second read, and when he has to keep going through those progressions, that internal clock in his head is going off, and he's not able to make those plays that are necessary that we've seen quarterbacks over time where, okay, this is taken away, this is taken away, i got to sit back, i got to relax, and i got to make this play. Mac's not there yet as a player. So if you look at it, teams have figured this out. So if you look at the Indianapolis Colts, where Mac was bad in that game. Now, I give him credit. He fought back in that fourth quarter. But remember, Mac in that game completes 57.8% of his passes. He was 26 of 44, and he had those two awful interceptions, right? The one... To Darius Leonard, when you have an opportunity to put points on the board at the end of the half, and then the one where Okereke makes a nice play on that, but the throw is late and it needs to be out more. He couldn't make the play there. So in that particular game, Mac Jones, 3.15 seconds to throw. So as we mentioned, when Mac throws, when it's under 2.5 seconds, he's good. When it's over 2.5 seconds, he's not good. Andy took advantage of that 3.15 seconds. And the reason I say that is teams, they're... Early on in the season, we saw teams bringing heat against Mac. Like, he was one of the most blitzed quarterbacks in the NFL early on in the season. But as it went on, teams realized, oh, he's actually good against this. He can figure it out. He can hit the hot receiver. That's easy for Mac Jones to do. But as the season went on, when teams said, okay, let's play more coverage. We don't need to bring extra guys. Let's let him sit in the pocket and see if his receivers can get open for him. And we've seen throughout the season they haven't been able to do that. You look at the Buffalo game last time these two teams squared off. Mac Jones, 3.17 seconds to throw in that game. 
And that was the worst game of the season for Mac, right? We alluded to it. 43.8% was the completion percentage. He was 14 of 32 in that particular game. So in that situation, Buffalo did the same thing. Hey, we believe that our defensive backs are good enough to hold up in coverage. So if Mac Jones has to sit back there in the pocket, he's not going to be productive. They played the numbers, and they were right. Even if you go back to early on in the season, the first game we saw this in was against the Chargers. And the reason that it didn't become an issue against the Chargers was because of the fact that the Patriots won the game. But if you go back to that Chargers game, that was one of the worst games Mac has played all season long. Buffalo was the worst, but this was a bad game that the Patriots just won. Mac was not good in that Chargers game, if you remember. That was more about the defense and they confused Herbert, etc. But if you look at that game, Mac in that one, 18 of 35, so 51.4%, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He was over that 2.5 seconds threshold, 2.81 seconds to throw. So those are three games, and you could argue three of Mac's worst games of the season, Indy, Buffalo, and the Chargers, where it was over that 2.5 second threshold. So this is what teams are going to do to Mac continuously until he proves he can be calm in the pocket and he can make plays. Like, the guy is such a computer, right? It's like, this happened to Peyton Manning, too, early on in his career. When his when his reads were not there, he kind of broke down and he combusted, right? We saw that early on against the Patriots when Manning was first getting going with that Colts team. And we've seen it with Mac over the past couple of weeks. The blueprint is play coverage and take away Mac's first and second reads and see if he can beat you. And so far, it's not as if he's proven he can beat anybody. He's proven he can lose the game for you, right? Because Mac Jones, over the past four games, he's been a turnover machine, the five interceptions. So he's got to figure out a way to be more calm in those situations long term. But I don't see that happening on Saturday night against Buffalo. So that's why I come back to Josh McDaniels. McDaniels has got to find a way to get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. And the number one guy I look at in this situation is Kendrick Bourne. So if you look at Kendrick Bourne on the season, and by the way, Kendrick Bourne was not a big factor in that first game against the Bills because he was coming off COVID. He didn't practice that week. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe it's not. But he was only targeted four times. He had two receptions for 33 yards. But if you look at Kendrick Bourne on the season, he's the best yak receiver slash tight end on this team, if you will. Now, Jonu Smith has some good numbers, but we'll get into that in just a little bit here. But Bourne, seven yak yards per reception. So for every reception, he's getting seven yards after the catch. That is sixth amongst amongst non-running backs. So he is elite. And the reason running backs are so high, obviously, is they get little dump-offs, right? But in terms of non-running backs, he's sixth in the NFL in that particular category. He was not a big part of the game plan last time the Patriots lost to the Bills. Kendrick Bourne is the guy that has to be a key contributor to this offense on Saturday night if the Patriots are going to have any chance to beat the Bills because they're going to have to make things happen after the catch. And secondarily, they're going to have to find a way to get the ball in the playmaker's hands quicker than they were doing it last time against Buffalo, which the reality is they weren't really doing it last time against Buffalo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 